0: you're about to enjoy an It Takes Three network podcast. In these last hazy days of summer, a few simple tips to beat the heat. One, drink plenty of fluids. Two, stay out of the sun. Three, limit all physical activities. That is, within reason. Hey, welcome back to three gossip girls we are a obviously a gossip girl podcast tonight we watched season two episode three the dark night i'm Liz. i'm michelle and we have mr liam the cat with us tonight <laughs> i know he's seated in our third
1: seat with the mic perfectly Aww, placed. now he's
0: laying down on the pillow it's so cute yes So we watched, as I said, The Dark Knight, which is a reference from The Dark Knight, obviously. It aired on September 15th of 2008, directed by Janice Cook and written by John Stevens. The plot, the plot for this episode, the summary for this episode is, in a humorous twist, Blair questions the lack of passion in her relationship with Marcus, while at the same time, Chuck appears to have lost his passion for any woman that is not Blair. Meanwhile, Nate struggles between his feelings for Vanessa and his more complicated, by-the-day relationship with Catherine. Jenny risks losing her internship when Eleanor catches her critiquing one of her designs. While this is going on, uh, Serena and Dan are stuck in an elevator to talk about their relationship and come to the conclusion that they are totally two different people and that it will not work out for the two. (laughs) That summary was from... I believe that summary is from Wikipedia. Some of the pages have like a little bit of a different, you know, summary. Yeah. So that's the one
1: I chose for tonight. I think it's perfect and it really covers
0: everybody's bases. Everyone's bases. Yeah. sets our foundation to discuss. So tonight, the glass full of gossip is um, a mocktail, not a cocktail, no alcohol this week. After last week, we were... (laughs) A little warm, but it was so much fun. Yes. So this week, to play on a dark and stormy, I did a dark and saggy. Ooh, (laughs) I love it. I did a dark and saggy because of the blackout in in this episode. So normally in a dark and stormy, it's rum and ginger beer and lime juice. So today, I did... Ginger beer from Trader Joe's because it's delicious. Pellegrino, lemon seltzer, and a splash of lemon. It's delicious. It's very refreshing. Liz made the drink, as she always does, but she
1: doesn't tell me anything about it. <laughs> and so I'm sipping on it. I'm like, I cannot wait to hear what I'm drinking. It's the dark and saggy. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it also, I feel, goes really well with this very, very sweaty episode I feel like I was sweating the watching everybody sweat. So this the is definitely sweat. cooling us down. We
0: were like, we should have counted a sweat meter because the amount of like listening, I'm like, wow, did they do this for the effect? I mean, obviously, I it's, think so. You know, yeah. or was it just that hot? It but w- I think it's for the effect, right? Like it's everyone was just stripping.
1: Yeah, and everyone kept saying like, oh wow, it's so hot. It's can't so believe hot. you're doing this here.
0: It's so hot. Our AC broke. Right. It's hot. Yes. Yeah, so. It's hot. What's not hot is Chuck's sex life. We start the episode. They kind of pan to a bunch of people. The first is Chuck drinking in his boudoir, and a woman is, you know, coming by. Like, they just had sex, and... (laughs) You're like, oh, okay, so Chuck's moving on. Mm-hmm. And then as that's happening, uh, Jenny is running around the city. She has all of her, you know, materials for Eleanor. Eleanor's coming back to New York. Yeah. So she's going crazy, and she's on the phone with Vanessa as this is happening. And she's trying to talk Vanessa off the ledge pretty much about what happened with her and Nate. And then they pan to... Serena and Dan making out because the summer heat, you know, can't get them off each other. And then what's not heating up is Blair and Marcus. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the four kind of piece points of the episode, what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, with Marcus and Blair, she we find out that they haven't had sex yet. No. Which
0: I'm like, he calls her a delicate little flower. I know. Makes me want to throw up. And also
1: I don't know how this is going to sound, so you'll take it however you want, <laughs> but horrible Blair can't get anyone to sleep with right? her. Oh, my God. The only person Except she can get to sleep
0: with her is Chuck. Well, and then she got need to, to sleep with no, her. No, no, no. I know. like, getting her to sleep. But you, you don't know what I mean. Way. I don't
1: mean it that way, but also the fact that she's like, oh, my gosh, another. Why haven't they slept together? And it's, well, right. deep down, we know why, because no one's feeling af- aflame flame. There's here. no passion. Yeah.
0: And, but Marcus likes her. Yeah. They like each other very sure. much and things are, they've been dating for a while. So you would uh, suspect things would happen, but they're not. Yeah. And so that's concerning to Blair, obviously. Right. And so then we have, uh, what, like I said before, Little Jay giving Vanessa the advice about Nate because Nate blew her off n- more than once last episode. And she doesn't know if she should, like, fight for this, if it's worth it. He keeps blowing her off. And she feels like he's made it clear that he doesn't want to do this with her. Yeah. Which we know as the audience later on, it's not the truth. But it just looks really bad because he can't tell anyone what he's been up to. I feel
1: this this story arc of them was a nice turn of events, even though it didn't end nicely, which we'll get to. But last episode... You know, we see how he doesn't show up to the her sweet dinner she provides, which right. take out Chinese food. And I'm like, OK, he's definitely views her as a friend. This is what it seems. She views him as Much more than more. that. And you can tell I'm like, oh, my God, the angles here. It's not good. It's not good. But we see that Nate has is genuinely interested in her in this episode. He
0: is. Right. He's actually showing that he cares. Yeah. What she hasn't seen before. Right. So uh, f- while this is going on, we go to Nate. He's in the suit shop. Catherine's picking out suits and ties for him. And she's talking about their what what's been going on with them is pretty much she's paying him to sleep with her. Which yeah. we knew last episode. But it's been continually happening. And this is how he's able to help his family out by her providing this money. Right. So it's such real tricky. I know mess because at first situation. it started as a hot Right, thing now in the he's Hamptons. like this is great. Now he's like, This is work and I don't want it.
1: Yeah, and so Vanessa does call him while he's in the suit shop and says, you know, can and Nate or, right away is like, Can we do something? Yeah, and
0: she's like, Oh great, I didn't even have to ask and so she's like, Here we go, this is this is gonna continue. So she's hopeful about it. Yeah. And he says they go on a little date. And he says to her, I can breathe again. Yeah. And which it, is so nice to
1: hear. Oh my God. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, oh, Nate, please don't right, be don't break stringing her. her along. But this is when they're on the street and they're talking and they hold hands. Yeah. He's like, let's do something tonight. And he's like, oh, I can't. I have to do something with my family, and my mom. And then Catherine is across the street in she her town sees. car and sees
0: it. Yeah. So she, that was on her, it's on her radar. And now it's, She's going to get rid of that real quick. Yeah. Do you want to just talk about Nate and and Vanessa and get that over with? Sure. So um, sort of while this is happening, Blair and Catherine talk.
1: Catherine.
0: Yes. And Catherine is saying to Blair, who is this girl that Nate's been with? And. Blair is gung ho on telling her she's manipulating the situation. But then later on, you see that she's like, I don't care about yeah, this. Yeah,
1: because at first like, what are you doing here, Blair? Yeah. Use it to your own advantage as she always does. Right. But
0: she doesn't really do anything with it. Right. And so later on, Vanessa and Nate do have their cute date at the gallery slash cafe. Blair comes in and says, you're invited to my party Van- and bring Vanessa. And he's like, yeah, sure, we'll go. Not thinking anything of it, but as Blair leaves, she calls the Duchess and says, like, the plan is in motion. So, you're like, ah, oh, shit, what's this about? Right. So, Nate and Vanessa can't even have a nice day together without it being ruined. Yeah. So, they're pretty much doomed from the start. Uh, so, they do go to the party. Well, the party is happening, but Nate calls her to cancel because he figures that, Blair, that they're scheming a plot and that... He talks to Marcus, and Marcus says, oh, my my mother, my stepmother is going to be there. So that was a red flag already. Yeah, and that tipped him and off. And he's like, okay, if she's going to be there, I definitely can't bring Vanessa. So in an attempt to... Tell her not to come. He says that he has family things to deal with. I'm not sure if he says he has them to deal with at the party.
1: I think it made it seem like he had to cancel and
0: not go to the... Oh, good point, though. Because because she knew he was going to be there, Yeah, I don't know how he termed it, but he said something to the effect of... I have a lot of family drama going on right now. It's probably best if I don't bring you.
1: Yeah, and she takes it as he can't let her in and let her be a part of it.
0: Right. Like, she thinks, okay, it's a different world, thing again, and there's no way I could understand. So... She talks, Sh- Rufy. she talks to Rufi. She talks to Rufi, who happens to walk in after she gets the voicemail from Nate. She doesn't pick up the phone call. He leaves her a voicemail explaining all of these things. Rufus comes in and says, Okay, you're getting ready to go. And she's like, I'm not going anymore. And so Rufus says, Well, you should go anyway. Yeah. He's like, You can stay here, or you could just go and pretend like I never gave you the message, or like you never got the message of, of uh, that you're, he's canceling on you. Whoops. Whoopsie. And so she goes. Did you like Rufy's advice? Yeah. I know. Because
1: either fight for him. Right. Or don't. I didn't get the message.
0: Right. Be
1: curious. Yeah. He
0: said to her, you should definitely call him back and give him a piece of your mind. Yeah. Or maybe you should just go to the party and show up anyway. So she decides to do the latter, goes to the party. And we know Catherine is there and Nate is there. And she catches them holding hands yeah. because Catherine approaches Nate and Nate's like, I knew this was a plan all along. And she's like, yeah, where's the girl? I wanted to meet her. What's her name? Vanessa. And then you pan out and Vanessa's right there and she can't believe what she's seeing. Yeah. And so she approaches him. They go into another room and it happens to be a blackout at this point, which we'll get to. And she confronts him, and she's like, just tell me everything. I can't believe that you've been keeping this a secret. At first, she's so mad. But then she kind of warms up to it. Maybe we should talk about this. And I'm
1: like, "Great, please let someone talk about something. And he does, because this is how Nate is with Vanessa. He opens up, and he's like, he opens He up admits to, to, yes, I'm sleeping with her. And
0: he's, yes, he it's tells been going along. Everything. everything. I need the money. I've been doing this because of that. You know, Chuck gave me the money off the right off the bat but now we he can't and I need this money my family needs it and I'm not into it but I want to be with you and she's like go break it off now I'll wait for you here yeah so he leaves someone comes back in it's Catherine and her and Vanessa battle it out you don't really see the scene so Catherine tells her let me tell you what I how I feel about Nate And that's where they leave it, really. It's so pathetic. And he comes back. Vanessa's not there. The lights happen to pop on at that moment. Catherine's standing in the dining room or whatever it is. And he goes after to see if Vanessa's still there. And she just says, like, you you should keep doing this. You know, don't worry about me. You need the money. Like, do it. Yeah. Which he was like, uh. uh, Yeah. Okay. I thought we were going to do this, but. I guess not. But we, said. <laughs> but we find
1: out at the end when Vanessa's talking with
0: Padge
1: that Catherine pretty much threatened if mm-hmm. she tells Nate and if they were to continue, she will go to the FBI and tell where
0: Howie, Howie is. he is the captain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What a bitch. And so she did it because she truly cares for Nate yeah. and loves him. And that's why she couldn't. She can't say anything.
0: That sucks. It's so heartbreaking. What, what turmoil. Like, these this, 16, 17-year-old kids should not be dealing with this. And also, <laughs> Catherine,
1: you're is just so it's pathetic.
0: pathetic. So pathetic. It's and just a control thing. And like then a dominatrix, too. It is. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really sad.
1: Yes. So,
0: mm. the Natessa. Mm.
1: Yeah. I wish we found Rocky. out... You know, I will say this because they ended abruptly last time we last saw them season. and when we opened. And I was like, wait, what happened to them? We never touched upon it. And I guess we still haven't. But I'm like that we came back to it because they actually do really like each other. They do.
0: And they have a good bond. Like they're just, we s- say this, but they're good for each other. They have spoken more truths <laughs> than freaking Sag has. Sag, Sag cannot. Good segue because let's talk about how Sage cannot talk to each other. Everything All they want to do is make out.
1: I know. And everything else in this episode, everybody else's storyline. I was like, yes, Good, I'm, into yeah. this, I'm into this. I'm <laughs> into this. And then they show sad. And I'm like, you guys are such lame ducks.
0: Lame.
1: <gasps> just go in direction you want to go. Yeah. In. I want <laughs> to
0: because I am just so. So we they start out. We see them again. They're kissing. They yeah. can't keep their hands off each other. And they're kissing so much that guests on Gossip Girl God, this one girl. girl, they're standing in the middle of a sidewalk, just making out. This girl's standing, hovering over them, pretty much in their face. They have no idea she's even there, and she's taking the picture of them. Yeah, and it gets on Gossip Girl that S and D are back together. Lonely boy, the lonely, lonely boy and the it girl, and you know everyone's like, oh my god! And it just she gets the entire story out there of how they broke up, why it happened, the whole Georgina thing. And so then later on there's a funny moment of the little teenage girls going up to them The Minions I love in this. the park? Yeah. So two of them are on Blair's side but one's on no, two of them Patch. are on Paige's side and one's on Blair's side. Um, Serena. I'm sorry, Serena. Thank no, no, you. No, I get it. But, like she's like she's a Serena. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. just really cute. And they yell at Dan, and then Serena comes over, and she's like, what's this about? And then she's like, oh, you need to leave. She's like, get along, go shoo along. Shoo fly, shoo Shoo, fly. shoo. Yeah. And they realize still that they, they haven't talked about their problems. It's just ongoing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and because
1: Gossip Girl obviously released the news, Jenny's super excited. Yeah, and for Rufus them. is excited. And Rufus is excited. Blair... Mm-mm. Not excited. Not so much. But she has a good point because when her and Serena are getting ready for the senior comeback party, another comeback party, another which I thought party. last week was a comeback party, but it wasn't. But she says, have you guys spoken? When you guys talk, let me know and then I'll be yeah. happy for you.
0: And Serena doesn't like that to hear that because she doesn't want to face the truth. And there's like, it's, you're just going to repeat the same thing over and over again if you guys don't talk about your problems, so... And she was right, because later on they decide to go to the party, Blair's party, and they're going to talk when he picks her up yeah, about it. Because they made, <laughs> they
1: did say at one point, oh, yeah, we'll talk when I pick you when up. When I pick you up which for the is,
0: party, which, when you're gonna, giving it all five minutes to talk about it, it's a v- pretty heavy topic.
1: I know. And he comes and picks her up, and he's like, wow, you look really pretty.
0: Right. And that's all. It's so awkward. It's awkward. And then they get in the elevator and she's like, did you have a good day? What did you eat for lunch? Like avoiding it again. Yeah. And at this point, the blackout happens. They get caught in the elevator with each other for an extended amount of time. And they're like, well, shit, (laughs) this sucks. And so even more to avoid their problems, Dan calls the Maintenance. maintenance guy and is like, we're stuck down here. My name is Dan Humphrey and we're stuck and we need help. Serena laughs it off, saying, You probably should've mentioned my name. I live in this building and Dan's like, What why do I have to mention your name? Serena Serena this, Serena that and calls back and the guy says, Oh, we'll get someone, of course, because it's Serena in the and, elevator. And she
1: did say she's like, I am a tenant. Right. Here. I live here. This I'm a is resident. A,
0: right. This is a serious thing. Yeah. And so they do get people to help, which we don't even see and while they're stuck in the elevator waiting for someone to come help them they end up thank god talking about what they've been needing to talk about this entire time as the audience you don't really see the beef of it but you're kind of led to believe that they still have the same issues they've been having that dan even says we had this issue at bart's house and the and the brunch and it's like the same exact issue that they've keep bringing up, so it's obvious that they're not going to get past this. Yeah, and they
1: admit to, I'm not, I can't change who I
0: am. They both won't change.
1: They both won't change. They can't, and they won't. And he, that, that mm-hmm. exactly right there. They can't, and they won't. They won't. It's like, hey guys, you guys are literally choosing not to evolve with each other. Right.
0: Isn't that pathetic?
1: Grow with each <laughs> other, because you're too young to come to that re- right realization. Right.
0: Because you can you
1: don't have to change. You just right. have to learn to bend and compromise. and But they cannot even no, fathom it's, that it's thought. It's black
0: and white with yeah. this relationship. Yeah. So their decision, they didn't want to do it, but their decision was to end things for good because they felt that they that's what it should be all along.
1: This better be over. <laughs> it's one of those relationships where... I've never really been excited for them. So it's hard for me to want to fight for them and to see this back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. I get that there is obviously their sexual attraction to one another. And you had like your kind of fallback fling. So let's hope
0: this is now. Right. They do say though, or not say, all in in the eyes. But as Serena's leaving the elevator after the lights finally come back on, Dan says, Serena, wait. And she turns around and he, she's just like, I know. Yeah.
1: Well, they still love each they other. They still love
0: each other. And the elevator closes and she says, I still love you. Yeah. And I, I do feel badly. No, no, no. I, While this was happening, I was like, I oh, man, it. that sucks. Felt it in my, in my body. Didn't, you know, shed a tear or anything. Because let's yeah. be real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just very dramatic. And there's so much more dramatic things that happen in this episode with especially with Chuck and Blair, which we'll get into. That part makes me, oh, well. (laughs) So so that's the end, really, of Sag. And I guess it's too soon to tell. It's too soon to tell. But how many
1: times are we going to go, unless we do the whole... I spent some time apart. I realized I want to evolve and learn Mm -hmm. and let's grow together.
0: That's the only argument they could potentially have for the future. though. Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. let I'm willing to grow and work on myself. They're both not willing to at this point. So it's good. Like, don't hinder me. Let's not, you know, stop each other from being able to grow somewhere else. Just not with each other. And that's fine. You know. Yeah. For us, that's fine because we weren't that thrilled with them anyway. No, but so, you guys clearly aren't going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. And even from day one, it was kind of like their storyline was a repeat on repeat on repeat. And it's just like, it's tired. Yes. So I'm excited for single Dan and single Serena. And Same. Let them be on their merry way. The idea of it, I love. It's great, right? Mm-hmm. Chuck
1: and Blair. Um, <laughs> how much wood could a woodchuck
0: chuck <laughs> if a woodchuck could chuck wood? cuz he's got none. That's the clip for this week. Yes. Um I st- he can't get it up. He's having he's all having of these girls problems.
1: in and out. The girl from Tokyo arrives. <laughs> International delights. He
0: still can't get it up. He can't get it up.
1: And Serena when he has that moment with Serena in the kitchen. She's like, oh, my God, you're not over Blair.
0: You're not over Blair. And And then, so he goes, you're right, so I should just, like, try one more time to get her to sleep with me. Sexual Drano. Gross. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's disgusting. So that's pretty much his storyline with this episode. He can't get it up. He keeps going girl after girl and... Finally, he decides he's going to pursue Blair at the party. Goes up to Blair, teasing her. I remember watching this and being, like, dying. Dying of laughter, dying of hotness. No, dying of, like, oh, my God, I need this. Ew! Right? This was, like... Seven eight years ago. I'm not judging you at all. I no, just... it was a way longer. Oh my god, this is over ten years ago. I'm sorry because it's 2008. It's eleven years ago. Yeah. So yeah, at that point, me on the chair ride, you know. So <laughs> I get I'm it on the ride. So I'm like yes, 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 but also like mad at Chuck because like no, you, this is not a game. She's with someone else. We get it. This is how theatrical this show is that this part. Watching it now as a 30-year-old, I'm laughing hysterically because it's super cringe. It's
1: really fun (laughs) to watch it as, you know, in the beginning of this, I was like, oh, I can't take this too seriously because it's not really, you know, it's not um, realistic. But now I've literally changed my mindset. It's kind of how I watch Melrose Place. Definitely. Melrose Place is a ridiculous soap opera, and I love it. So Gossip Girl is a ridiculous soap opera. So let's just keep it at that. I love that. And... Chuck, the way he like seduces Blair, he doesn't like go up to
0: her. He like grabs her from and behind. She, will, she doesn't even move. She's just so captivated by it. Yeah, people love this scene. Which, sure, I'm sure you can understand why for the chair people. But I remember watching this live and being like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" and now, <laughs> and now being like, in our 30s, oh, we hate teenage sex. We hate teenage sex. But to me. No, this is different. This is different. Like, I don't view them as I view the teenagers on OC. Same. I don't view them as teenagers. They're no. not teenagers. You do when they can't learn to communicate and evolve right. with each other. When but when they're then I'm Sag, like they're teenagers. But when they're Chuck and Blair, you're like, all right, they're not. They're not even. Yeah, right? What are you? I don't know. But Blair is. She's pretty thirsty because her and Marcus have not done anything and she's dying for that attention. She's craving the sexual need because she knows there's no passion in her relationship. So she's allowing Chuck to tease her and you know, she's like, you're disgust. And he whispers in her ear, just have sex with me. And she's like, you're fucking disgusting. Yeah. Just get out of my face. And he's like, yeah, okay. She has a
1: conversation with the Duchess where the, she's like, what are you trying to do? I don't understand your motive here. It's not going to work, like Nate right. likes Vanessa. And Catherine says long lines of you don't understand he makes me feel alive.
0: Right. So and this she, is what triggers her, her revelation. She's like, "Oh, okay, I'm not alive with Marcus." Cuz she says that.
1: She's like, "Oh, you're always going to be misses, missing something with yeah. Marcus." So, hope you're you're uh, okay with that. Right.
0: She makes she makes her see what she knew all she along, knew. but yeah. it's someone else now is bringing it to your attention. You're like, oh, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then <laughs> during the blackout. Blair and Marcus Blair just can't take it anymore after that and she needs to find the passion so she decides she's going to start making out with Marcus and kind of lead him to her bedroom and he's like what's going on we have a house full of people please you know like let's worry about that first and she's like please I need you right now I'm begging you and he's just she's like meet me in my room in 10 minutes or whatever so he's like okay And Chuck overhears this. Of course he overhears it. Of course he does. And he's lurking in the background. And when this scene happens, I (laughs) freaking peed my pants because I don't remember it being (sighs) that ridiculous. It was like the Phantom of the Opera. I know. It's always like the Phantom of (laughs) the Opera with Chuck and Blair. So Blair goes into her bedroom. She's got one candle lit. Her back is turned. And... Uh, Chuck comes in and speaks in a British action, action, accent, accent, yeah. which is his real accent, which yeah. is hysterical. Yeah. Um, and says something like, "I'm here." I don't even know. No, what No, he, he says, he's "Blow out the candle." Well, Blow- and he says, "Blow out the candle," and so she does, and they start doing whatever they were gonna do in the darkness. And while they're doing that, I guess Marcus, you know, he was <laughs> gonna come in and looking for her, and. The lights turn on. They have no idea the lights are even on at this point, and Marcus is just standing in the doorway <laughs> with tears in his it's eyes. Now the game. Like, yeah, not saying anything. I'm like, speak, speak, and he's just like, oh my god, like a little baby blubbering. And finally, he punches. he's like he's like yeah. Blair, and she turns around and she's like, oh, I didn't realize this wasn't you. What? Oh, come Fuck on. you did. And we know you do. But you know you did. And so, he yeah, he punches Chuck in the face. And obviously he's pissed. Who wouldn't be pissed? But I would be, uh, he's mad at Blair. And so he storms out and she runs after him. And she says to him, like, I didn't know. And he's like, please tell me you didn't know. Like, honestly, sit there and, and stare at me and tell me you didn't know. And she's like, well, I, I did. I knew, but I want I knew, you. But I want you, and he's like, "Yeah, I thought I wanted you too, and I thought we were liking each other, but obviously that's wrong."
1: Yeah, and she says, "Like, show me that you want me," and then they kiss, they and kiss. we're like, ew, we're like ew. "Ew, ew,
0: ew!" And so then Chuck is coming down the stairs and has to see them making out, and it's just super awkward. But that's where we leave them. That's where, yeah, that's yeah. Blair and Chuck, yeah. and Marcus's storyline. Weird triangle. Weird triangle. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chuck is so weird. Yeah. Like as much as I love him, this does not shine a good light on uh, him. Yeah, that's why I'm this, having some yeah. ish. It is bizarre <laughs> that they would even think this would work. Well, that it did because you were did. swooning eleven I know, years ago. It did. It did. I guess if I was a teenager or I was nineteen, if I was really or no, I guess because I just loved the show so much and I love the characters and I wanted Chuck and Blair to be together. Yeah. So to me, I was like, oh, that's and, great. And
1: maybe when you go through this series and then you do a rewatch and Definitely. so you know how he evolves, which right. I'm waiting for.
0: Right? Like, oh my God, this is so hot. Yeah, but, oh, sorry. At this moment in time, I'm like, stop. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is a f- embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing for both of them, but also it, I get it's it. It's them though. It's them. Yeah. It's the cat and mouse, like we say every single week and they just, they can't take their hands off of each other. No. They are no alive. Passion.
1: They feel alive.
0: And really all that else is happening is Jenny and her internship with Eleanor who is we said coming home from Paris or wherever she was. And they're trying to get this one design that Eleanor made together and they're fitting it on the model and Jenny is looking at it and she's saying mm, something's wrong with this. And she even brings it to Laurel's attention. Wow. Like balls to bring it to I Laurel's know. attention that she thinks something's wrong. And Laurel is like, mm, you remember those little mouses in Cinderella? You should be one of those <laughs> and not talk. They don't give, speak. They don't give opinions. So Jenny's like, okay, you know, what's she going to do? And then later on, she's st- still trying to fit the she's, model. She's pretty much bringing the dress up. Yeah, she's like, something, she's like, something's still wrong about this. I don't know, you know, what she was thinking when she designed this. And, of course, Eleanor comes in. And she's like, oh, who are you? Okay, yeah. you're fired. Or, you know, you don't have this internship anymore. Yeah. yeah. And Jenny's like, please, no, no, please. The blackout happens, of course. And so her and Eleanor bond a little bit because she has to, they have to work on this design and... So she's holding the flashlight for her, and she's asking for her honest opinions. And she's like, even though you know, even though you're fired, I still need your opinions. And they work it out. They have cute moments where I, I love like these cute moments because she says, you
1: know, well, first she calls the dress a pilgrim at a funeral, yes, which it was, it was, it was very matronly. Totally. It was not very appetizing. Yeah, she's, she's like, like,
0: what's wrong with the neckline? Yeah,
1: and Eleanor's like, actually, you're right. And then. Jenny tells a story of one of her first dresses that she bought was one of Eleanor's, Eleanor's
0: designs at a consignment at, store. Yeah. And
1: it made her actually want to become a designer. So, so sweet. sweet. But yeah. it was a nice teacher student moment.
0: And even Eleanor, you see, is doubting herself. Like, yeah. What was I thinking? And Jenny's trying to be nice and saying, well, you're an amazing designer. You know, Don't give yourself yeah. credit. And then she tells her the story about that. So I, I think that really helped. Yeah. And then later on, when the lights come back on, Rufus is worried about Jenny and he walks in. He's like, are you okay? And he has a date with him, Claire, Claire and everyone's sweaty because the, the heat is, you know, unbearable. And Eleanor says, can you go get us, you know, sandwiches to El- to Rufus and his date? And Jenny's like, please dad. Oh my God, go get the sandwiches. And says something like, Oh, you, you know, let's not get into like a tizzy about being fired thing. And Rufus is like, Oh, you got fired. She's like, Dad, please. (laughs) Yeah. So that was sweet. It was very sweet. And it worked out. It worked. Yeah. 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 So hopefully for the future, she'll keep her mouth shut. Or maybe not. Maybe she'll just say it in a way where, A, she knows that, you know, she's in the... (laughs) safe space and nobody's behind her to listen. Right. Or she'll Eleanor, Eleanor will value her opinion a little bit more. And right. maybe Laura will value her
1: opinion. Well I and, think Laura know. already values her because of the whole she white party thing. So yeah.
0: She's doing her thing. hmm Jenny's doing good. And that's really it for the episode. Yeah. We pretty much touched on The last scene is just Dan and Vanessa on a rooftop and she's telling him why she had to break it off with nate and they're just friends there for each other and they're comforting each other and that's how it ends yeah it was sweet i'm wondering when we're gonna get to school is summer
1: like a- finally
0: over right or? i know it's, it's like been three episodes forever <laughs> do you want me to confirm when we get to school maybe on the second half maybe confirm. in break okay okay all right we're taking a break okay we can confirm they go back to school next week So I know it's like a couple too long, too long of a summer for us. It's like, let's get into the back into the swing of things. But we did see all the girls. Well, not all of them, but we saw Penelope and we saw Nelly Yuki this episode. Yeah. So they were at the party. We didn't forget about them. I'm going to go into some trivia for this episode. Not much, but, you know, do what I can. Absolutely. (laughs) Two of them I've already mentioned, but the episode is based off of the movie The Dark Knight, spelled Mm N-K-N-I-G-H-T. And this is Knight, N-I-G-H-T. Ed Westwick gets to speak in his British accent. (laughs) Ooh. Okay. Debut. Right? This episode was watched by 3.7 million. And maybe you can confirm or explain to me what this is, because I have no idea. And it says, and within the live plus 7 DVR rating. No idea. It scored four point six four point sixteen million, making this the highest rated of the entire series.
1: Does that mean when it was dvr and played back?
0: I guess or maybe the, recorded. Maybe, maybe the DV... Oh, yes. I guess that makes sense. DVR. I was thinking like DVD. DVR. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So maybe people went back over and over to rewatch it.
1: Or it was the most episode, the episode that, that just was most recorded. recorded.
0: All right. So I made it the highest rated of the entire series, which is crazy. TV.com's MVP this week was Serena. I'll just leave you with that. Sure. Yes. Um, Some music in this episode. We have Closer by Neo. I Can Feel a Hot One by Manchester Orchestra. It's A Lot by The 88. Like Knives by The Fashion and Lights Out by Santa Golds. Love and that is it for my trivia. Just Good wanted trivia. to go into some questions. We had uh, two Instagram messages, one from Vic, our girl, and one from Allie, our other girl. <laughs> so I will start with Vic. She says, I am sorry, but if I walked in on my significant other making out with someone else who happens to have a lot of history with them, I would tell them off and leave. <laughs> I feel like Blair just wants to make it work with Marcus so she's not with Chuck. Mm-hmm. I knew as soon as Catherine said she wasn't going to lose Nate that she was going to threaten Vanessa and Vanessa being the good person she is was going to let him go just when I thought they were going to get back together since we never found out why they broke up in the first place. Thank you, Vic. She says, do you think Nate will find out what Vanessa did for him? Vanessa was my MVP. She let him go even though she wanted to be with him. So do you think Nate will find out what Vanessa did for him? Yes. Yes.
1: I know I'm not sure when, but I do feel this will come out. Yeah.
0: Right. Allie, our girl, um, Allie underscore Luna 28 on Instagram. She says, these are just her general thoughts for the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Marcus can get out of here with that delicate flower crap. (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. I kind of like Jenny giving Vanessa sensible advice, but who takes a relationship advice from a 15, 16 year old? Valid. Do you think Serena and Dan tried to jump back into things too soon? I love that Blair gave it to Serena straight. How do you feel about saying the goodbye in the elevator? It was so dramatic. (laughs) Uh. Eleanor scares me, but I love her. I'm glad she decided to give Jenny a second chance. How did no one see Chuck putting his hands all over Blair at the party? Right? I have been in the corner sipping my beverage seeing everything with the eye emojis. <laughs> the whole Catherine and Nate Vanessa thing is a hot mess and could have been avoided if Vanessa and Nate were just honest with one another. Blair knew that that wasn't Marcus. And Marcus and Chuck, are even are they even the same height? Come on now. So she wants to know, do you think Dan and Serena tried to jump back into things too soon? No. I don't, don't. I don't because
1: no, even though they didn't talk, they had enough time to talk. They chose not to. I don't even think if they talked, it would have worked out anyway. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think this was just kind of like their final goodbye, goodbye to each other. Pretty much like, all right, we still have a lot of chemistry and we're hot and heavy for each other, but we don't like to talk about our issues. Therefore, we really shouldn't do this. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like they, they pretty much just had what three months away from each other, come right back to each other.
1: Because I don't think even if they spoke instead of having the beach sex, that things would have changed. They wouldn't have, right? Because obviously they can't bend. They're who they're. They are who they are, and that's it.
0: Right. Yeah. I also wanted to give a shout out this Thursday, December thirteenth is Vic's birthday. Oh, hey girl! So happy birthday, happy girlfriend. birthday. Fashion headband counter. Okay, so headbands, I had six. I had six as well. (gasps) Yay! Nice. Nice. There was at one point, I thought maybe the girl taking the picture had a headband, but I don't think so. I also thought that as well. Did she? So I didn't count it. Yeah. All right, we both had six. Yeah. What other fashion did you like in this episode? I did like Blair's party dress the mustard yellow I did like that too and I really love the headband with it yeah and how she wraps her hair in the headband a phenomenal at all times I mean
1: Liz I feel like you can do anything when it comes to beauty so Uh, can you do that
0: I can certainly try I don't think it would look as flawless though I feel like might have like bobby pins just like sticking out every which way maybe we can (laughs) practice and bring it out for Shannon's bachelorette Catherine's updo in the, su- in the suit store. Yes. I love that. I'm like, where are you going, girl? Like a prom or something? It's <laughs> phenomenal. She's got great hair. She's just amazing. Great hair. I did love Chuck's PJ getup. The robe with like the flannel. Yeah. The checkered. It. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this, the big poofy skirt with like the silk shirt that Blair was wearing. Yeah. Was when she was running around the city with the headband. Yes. I I like that. It was very fashion forward. I didn't
1: like this, but I'm just going to give a nod to Padge's uh, the park vest.
0: 90 degrees. As in the they're park complaining vest. it's
1: hot, they're in jeans, and he decided to add an extra layer.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't mind Chuck's suit at the party. It was just a regular eh, pinstripe. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And I think I liked Vanessa's outfit at the party. Mm-hmm. I like the back of it, especially in the last scene where they all they both turn their backs. So I'm like, oh that's a nice very pretty. A back on a back on the dress. Yeah. I think that's all I have really for fashion. Yeah, same. Some quotes.
1: Yes. Uh, can't believe Nate Archibald is a gigolo.
0: I loved that. That yeah. made me crack up.
1: I have also when the girl from Tokyo arrives and Serena's like, who's that? And he's like, a whiff of the east.
0: Mm, A whiff of the east. Or when Chuck says, I don't have a romantic bone in my body. Least of all, that one. (laughs) Um. Uh, When the little
1: minions are in the park and the two of them look at their friend and go, she's a Serena. She's a
0: Serena. I have Blair. You are disgusting and I hate you.
1: (laughs) Or when Blair is talking about Vanessa and she she lives in Brooklyn. Brooklyn.
0: Jenny, it looks like a pilgrim at a funeral. I'm so glad that this didn't end. That's what Catherine said. Oh, Catherine. You are not using Blair off as sexual Dreno. <laughs> that
1: was so gross.
0: And so was have sex with me. That was also gross. Yeah. That's all I have. Yeah, I think that's all... <laughs> there was pretty good. There were some good ones yeah, in this episode. Definitely. Do you have your MVP and shittiest?
1: So I have happy my MVP in a
0: blue ribbon. Okay. I have my shittiest. Okay. Okay. We'll do MVP first.
1: Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, Three, two, one. one. Vanessa.
0: Vanessa. Yay. Awesome.
1: And pretty much for what Vic said. Right. But I just, I like her realness. I like the fact that she showed a little, you know, Spunk. like. Yeah, <laughs> but also when she is talking to Jenny and she says, Jenny says to her, like, you're the do what you want, girl. Right. And this is the
0: first time Vanessa's like, oh, I don't know. I'm shy. Like, I don't know if I should call him. Right. She's like, I'm not used to being like this. So it just
1: shows her human
0: side. Yeah.
1: And so the fact that, and also I like the fact that Nate actually likes her and he wasn't just using her as a friend. Right. Because that was breaking my heart a little bit.
0: Yeah. Who does your blue ribbon go to?
1: Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. I like the way that. While I believe where you have to know your place, mm-hmm.
0: you also have to speak up. Yeah.
1: And I like the way she's handling this whole situation. It's much better than trying to be Queen B at school, which maybe this is going to still happen, which I hope not, but it's like, look what you're doing. You're doing really right. good things in Parsons. So, which how she handled herself at the white party with Laurel. and There's was, growth. She's there's growing. growth. The, exactly. She's evolving. Right. I like to see... People evolve.
0: Evolution, yeah, same. Shittiest, yeah. Three, two, one. Catherine. Catherine goes without saying, really, because she's just. We're like, what is this thirty-seven-year-old woman so focused on the seventeen-year-old? She says, "Oh, because he, you know, makes me feel alive." But really, like we said before, like it's a control thing,
1: yeah. and.
0: Blair tells her like, mm, you, you know, you probably feel better about yourself, you know, right before you have to go get all your plastic surgery or whatever the thing she is, says. She could feel
1: alive with a much cheaper price. Right. But this just shows ownership.
0: Exactly. So she owns. Her I toy. own
1: you. And she said something along the lines to Vanessa of, oh, I don't like to share my toys, especially when I pay mm-hmm. for them. Ew. Ew.
0: <laughs> Gross.
1: But yeah, it's just so she can own something.
0: Right, have control over. That's hers and nobody else's. And this,
1: where Nate was
0: enjoying this, like he does not want to be in this situation no. anymore. He's like, please get me the hell out. Mm-hmm. It's just, he can't. Yeah, he can't get out of the situation. So I think it's time we do patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. Of it's patron. Of week. It's it's week. Thank you, Alyssa Michelle. It never gets old. I love it. It never gets old. We hope you guys enjoy Patreon <laughs> of the Week. This week, we have a very special patron of the Week. <gasps> never honored this person before, and they need to be honored. Oh, my gosh. It's our OG, Allie. Allie! Right? What am yay. I been doing? Yay, Allie! Fun fact for you guys, and Michelle might feel really sentimental She was our first pledge ever, and she pledged to us specifically on July twenty eighth of two thousand and sixteen. She was our first pledge ever. She pledged. I think the category was at the time the Ravens, and it was our lowest tier. And she just, we remember seeing the name, and we're like, oh my god, we have one like listener that wants to subscribe to our Patreon account. This is amazing. So I called her the OG because she literally is the OG listener. And she believed in us. She did. And we got to meet her. I know. And she's so super creative and she has her own like, you know, talent, talents that we should highlight on this podcast. I don't know why we we should collab, Allie. Yes, we should. She's just so supportive for almost four plus years. She's been with us. And I can't believe I haven't honored you (laughs) prior but i'm doing it now and please know that we love you and we really thank you we love you and i love our cat chats yeah we always
1: send each other cat videos and her cat is dating liam <laughs> over the internet of course over the
0: internet yeah. they're catfishing each other <laughs> oh. <Ba-dum. laughs> so thank you Allie, and as always thank you everyone else that supports us we really really appreciate it this is your disintel moment michelle yes the episode title for next week is, Liam is ready for it, The X-Files. Ooh. <laughs> How fun is that? It is fun.
1: So I guess we're going to see the Sag situation. There's, okay, there's we're lots going, of
0: Xs in the show.
1: Like you confirmed, we're going back to school. Yes. So Sag although the girls are separate from the boys, but they do mingle, right? Yeah, they're so like see, yeah,
0: pretty much down the coexisting. The block each other. Yeah,
1: yeah. So things are
0: going to be tough
1: with that, and Blair and Marcus. I I don't know. I really could see them working out for like a little bit
0: longer. Okay.
1: Even though they shouldn't, but somehow Blair will manipulate it.
0: Well, and they ignore like Chuck, each other.
1: Yeah. But like he said, you know, you like me for my status. Yes, he does. My say label, that. my label. But he's not in high school with them. No, so she doesn't have to worry about that at school,
0: right? But she's got to worry about Chuck.
1: Chuck at school. I mean, Chuck is going to continue to be like we're supposed to be together, in his own like creepy, yeah, have he sex doesn't... with me, kiss my neck type of deal.
0: So you think he's still going to pursue it, even though he knows? Oh, of course, okay. He's not going to stop. He's like a
1: a. Uh, a leech yes it's like a leech a tick
0: yeah like they don't they don't
1: go away parasite That's parasite the there it it's is like a parasite
0: just suck you in they don't leave yeah
1: and then then atessa
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm sh- i could definitely see nate trying to talk to vanessa trying to get information from her like why did you leave where did you go i like you this is not who mm-hmm. i want to be with you know i don't want to be with her but she's financially helping me out meaning he's talking about Catherine. But I can see her being like, no, like I we can't do this.
0: You predicted last week that you think Catherine and Marcus are here for three more episodes. So technically two more as we watch this week.
1: Yeah, I could see you still think that I do. Okay. I mean, how long can we really? However, yeah, I think that's a good amount because Nate has to find a different financial source. Yeah. And I can see tell. Do I think she'll tell the FBI about Howie? And you know what? Nate's just a fucking idiot for having pillow talk and talking about his father's yeah. location. Right. But he's a kid. See, here's where the he's young a kid. And also, I guess maybe when you're comfortable and you're having sex with someone and you have feelings for them, kind of. Right. It just comes out. But this is super serious. So it shouldn't have come out.
0: But that's neat. No, I know. <laughs> Typical Nate. He gets himself into these situations and he's like, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Probably shouldn't have said that. Nate should just,
1: I don't know if it's better or worse. No, maybe I won't say it. I was going to say, instead of him getting money from Catherine, he should just kind of be like an escort. (laughs) 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 He
0: should pay pay for- An escort and and have everyone pay for sex with him?
1: No, not sex. (laughs) Maybe just a date.
0: Just but then date. this
1: is, we are talking about a very, very, very soap opera show. So, of course, sex would have to be involved. Of
0: course. Yeah. What do you think, if if Catherine doesn't tell the FBI, how is Nate going to get himself out of this situation? I don't know. It's tough. It's really how tough. How is he going to leave her? I don't know. Unless
1: somehow Chuck comes through and they
0: figure out a financial situation with that. Right. He needs money. Yeah. That's his only reason for being driven towards her or maybe
1: Serena can help him because they are friends
0: they are friends her family has a lot of money yeah oh she just pawed you so cute she's like let me up yeah
1: (laughs) yeah but I feel that for Catherine to end like the FBI situation needs to happen Mm -hmm. and maybe Howie won't actually be there he would have moved already because they can tip him
0: off Uh uh-huh and that's how we get rid of Catherine that's true so now Right Does she even think that like Nate can tip him off? well, because he doesn't know that that's her plan. Right, you know, right. But so maybe, it makes sense like oh, if Nate can only just tell Howie like, hey, get out of there. Yeah. I mean, maybe Padge is like my friend's hurting this is what's going on. And he, because he's stupid. Right. Because he is best friends with Vanessa. Yeah. He has a sort of relationship with Nate. So cordial. He could definitely get in the middle of that and open it up. Yeah. Cause I don't think anyone else really will. Yeah. So maybe (laughs) that's how, and then the FBI gets tipped off
1: and how he's not actually where he is. And then there's no use for her to be here anymore. And that's when Blair and Marcus. So two episodes
0: split. Yeah. Okay. So with all your predictions and the episode title, who do you think gossip girl is in this episode? Because she was there. She gave the news blast.
1: Yeah. So a cop out, uh-huh. Because Padge said they're gossip girl, I'm going with the minions. Oh, the kids. He literally said, Oh, they're gossip girl. My other <laughs> My other thing, I was like, Oh, of course it's what's her face, Penelope. And then I was like, oh, it's got it's Kristen Bell.
0: Please tell me <laughs> that Kristen Bell is
1: actually gossip girl, but I would have noticed her. And then unless, you would have seen her. Unless she's in always just behind a window, and so she's technically always
0: there. Nice. Good with production. her computer,
1: you know, waiting to get tipped off. Her Veronica Mars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's with her long lens. Right? It's like the both worlds kind of collide a little bit. Yeah. So that is All we got. It was good. It was good. It was definitely for the first, obviously, since we've opened up the season, the most dramatic, I think, (laughs) of the three. So, yeah. Next week we'll see how the drama level is going to play out. I just think this whole Lord situation and the Duchess, who's but also a you know cougar, yeah, all very unrealistic dramatic things i mean hey if you're a just having an affair maybe that's a realistic thing for you sure. but for us not so much so I'm, I'm curious to see as it goes on what your thoughts and, and opinions will be for that do you so think as this
1: show goes on and they get older does it become more relatable or it's always uh, in the genre of
0: well this is a soap opera there's definitely a lot of things that you're like what the fuck that would never happen you know, yeah. to any normal person. Yeah, yeah. But definitely as far as, like, relationships go and, like, deaths and things like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, normal people stuff. On a human On level. On a human level. Yeah. So
1: like I said, I'm now considering this just to be, like, Melrose
0: Place. No, and I think that's a great way of Which, interpreting because it.
1: If anyone watches Melrose Place, one hit me up. I'm actually watching... Very, very slowly. I started years ago and I'm only on season four because I follow the Melrose Place podcast. Shout Shout out 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 to Dan and Jenny. Bestie
0: podcast. We love them. We love, 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 love
1: them. They're so great. But that show is like your mom watched that show, right? Oh, yeah. Did you ever see any episodes? It's so, you just laugh. Like there's things I'm like. Well, that's how I was with 90210, but I know
0: this is probably on even another level. I think, yeah, I think Melrose is. Sometimes (laughs) on 90210,
1: I was like, this is okay. You know, in terms of.
0: No, there was definitely, obviously, that's why I watched it because it was bearable with like the drama level and things like that. But yeah, I can only imagine what Marlowe's Place is like. Like, this is crazy. But anyway, not to rant about that. Yeah, so I'm glad that that's how you feel because I feel like you should keep up that. Yeah, so if I'm laughing, it's just because
1: I'm enjoying it. Right.
0: It's like, oh man, these kids again are up to their old tricks. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. So we will see you next week. Very excited.
1: Yes. We're, that's going to be our second to last episode be- of, of, the the year. New year. of the year of the new of year of
0: the new yeah of the year of the year yeah. yeah so hope you guys have a good day night wherever you are and we'll see you on the next one you know you love us xoxo gossip, gossip girls, girls.